So before we get started with this week's edition of At Large Bit, I think we first have to say a formal apology that we did not record last week. We could not make our schedules no. match at all. I was so nuts with games, and that's what we talked about all week. Taylor is trying to get move into a house. Good so times. Like, Good times. Yeah, it was, it was not our week. Nope, was but, not. So, But we're here. So we're going to touch real quick a little bit on what we missed last week because um, a lot of shit happened. Uh, your national champions lost at home. Yes, to Evansville. <laughs> Yikes. So that happened. Um, I guess we can just go real quick on that. I mean, when you look at it, like, I was covering the Xavier-Missouri game that night. Yep. That was a crazy game alone, as enough as it is. Um, but looks like Evansville just out-hustled them. Right. I mean, it. it's one of those things I was... I had it on my laptop, just on ESPN Plus, watching it, and like every now and then looking, you know, I saw that they were down four at half, um, and I was like, okay, this seems like a Kentucky second half win by about 15, 16, and I right. even I even bet UK that night, they were 25 and a half point favorites, so uh, did not win the bet, um, but yeah, and then the second half started, I'm looking over, under 16 timeout, still kind of the similar score, under eight, or under 12 timeout, and under eight, and I start texting you, and I'm like, yo, what, I'm like, are you watching this? And you're like, no, keep me updated, I'm like, alright, and, and it was like, it wasn't like the typical upset where a mid-major team gets hot, and they, they start hitting threes, and going bonkers, like, I mean, Evansville shot 38% from the field, Kentucky shot 37, Evansville was 9 of 30 from three, Kentucky was 4 of 17, um, I mean, Evansville was 12 of 13 from free throws, and Kentucky was 20 of 25, so it wasn't even like Evansville was getting to the line more. Right. Every time I watched, so I watched from the under eight on, um, it was a lot of sp- spacing the floor, spreading them out, uh, dribble drive offense, kind of similar to what Kentucky runs, obviously not as athletic as Evansville has, but they were getting offensive rebounds, kicking it back out, and using the shot clock. So there was one possession where they used 90 seconds, they got two offensive rebounds, and they got the shot clock down below uh, single digits both times, so... That's not really a recipe for success for Kentucky, um, especially with the height and athleticism they have on the bit, uh, defensive end. Um, they didn't look in a, like they never looked like they cared on offense, and they just looked like they were going to kind of sleepwalk through it. And it kind of happened last night too against Utah State. Um, they did not look good in that game either. Just you know, Ashton Higgins, Tyrese Maxey, Khalil Whitney, all the people, the, all the guards trying to figure out who is the lead guy. I don't know who their lead guy is. I thought it was Maxey after the Michigan State game, but yeah, I'm not saying that game. He's just yeah, I'm not saying it's a fluke, but I'm just saying it's like. His role was definitely not going to be the alpha leading scorer like I thought it would be. I mean, they really as it should be. Right, exactly. He's, I mean, the ball dominant guard. He's pretty athletic. He's quick. He can shoot off their dribble. Like he's, I mean, he's very skilled. Whereas Hagen struggles with shooting, and he's still quick. And then Whitney's more of a athletic, like bigger guy who's kind of still learning how he how he can use his body in this kind of level. Um, but Kentucky is thirteen to sixty one from three in the last three games. That's alarming. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's that's Xavier bad. Yeah, I mean that's pretty. I mean for a team that highly talented shooters, Johnny Juzang coming in reclassifies to be the shooter that you need. He's not really performing like he is. Hagen has never been really an outside threat. Right. Maxie's your guy. Whitney looks fl- like atrocious from deep, and then Keon Brooks is more of a inside the arc kind of player, which he looked good last night. He had yeah. a few dunks and he was pretty He's good. He's super on- athletic and yeah. super long. So. Yeah, so that, I mean, and then, you know, like you said last night, they have a, str- a game where they struggle and they really bail- get yeah. bailed out. Um, and then Evansville last night is up on SMU basically the whole game. Right. And loses. Yeah. So SMU's now 4-0, and Evansville's 3-1. Evansville's basically now, I think they're at that point where it's like, if they just are, like, decent the rest of the year, yeah. they get an at-large bid. Right. Cause no they, pun intended. Yeah, right. They might literally sneak in cause, just because yeah. the Kentucky win and the SMU close and... There's no such thing as a close loss, but that is if there was one, that would be it. I, mean, I don't know. To the net there is now. Right. Yeah. Uh, 
Kentucky, no Montgomery and no Quickly last night. So I'm holding off judgment because I Me still too. think this team can be good. But I mean, injuries are part of the year. Like every team deals with it. So it's it, you know, UK fans aren't cursed or whatever they want to call it. It's just it, it is what it is. They're gonna have to get healthy. Quickly's gonna have to play bigger minutes. He's gonna have to hit some outside shots for them to be where they want to be at the end of the year. I totally forgot that it's been so long since we recorded and just how much things have happened. Yeah. Um, we haven't recorded since the James Wiseman news. Yikes. Yeah. And I, because I, I remember I was at a game that night, yep. that Friday night when it broke. Yep. And just like that crazy ass whirlwind of like, he's out. And I'm, I'm literally in a media room. I'm at Xavier. I'm in the media room. This is all breaking. I'm like, we all, I guess we all got it at the same time because yeah. we're all like, holy shit. Yeah. And then it's like, no, he's gonna play. He's got a, holy shit. It's like he's got a lawsuit against like the school and against the NCAA. His lawyers put up. And it's like, oh damn. Yeah. He has like eight blocks that game, and he goes and plays against Oregon, and it's a close game. Oregon wins. Yep. And then he decides again to basically say he's not gonna play. Um. So I guess he goes ahead and he just sits out. I guess him and Penny had the conversation that was best for the program. All right, you don't want to waste your whole year. Yeah, and I think you know I'm gonna be honest with you, Taylor. I loved Penny's approach to this. I loved Penny that was like how he was basically like, "You're gonna play, we're gonna win. What are they gonna take the wins away from us? Yeah, who fucking cares? It happened. Yeah, like, no, I agree. I mean, I, I loved it. The like, no shit. He moved him to like he moved him from right. Brentwood or whatever it was to Nashville. Like, he played for him for AAU. The dude's been like a father figure slash mentor like for him his whole life. Like, yeah. whatever, man. I'm so sick of it. Like, it's one thing. He didn't need to pay him to go to school because he's been on his, like, that was the whole plan. So him mm-hmm. moving him to high school, that's their dirt they're digging up. Like, I think, you think he'll play at the end of the year? Yeah, I think he'll be back. Because the way that they're talking, it seems like it's like 10 games. Yeah. So I, I think he'll be back by conference play. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. Uh, I mean, I mean they need him. Right, they're, they're a non-conference, other than Tennessee, but they can lose that game and still be fine. So. Yeah. Now it might hurt their chance at a one or two seed, because... You know, right. I mean, the Oregon was a game they should, they could have won that could have helped their seeding, but I like that Oregon team. Yep, what we'll to see? Uh, I hopefully he'll be back because I'm, I'm going to the you'll be at that game, the yeah. UC Memphis game. But I bought tickets for uh, family friend, we'll call it, and then we're going to that game, so I'm pretty excited. So yeah, he's got to play, right? Yep. He's got to right. be back. Like it just it's not fair if we don't get him, you know? Right. Like, I need I need it in there. So so I, I agree, man. So I want to touch on that real quick. Um, like I said, we're basically just taking the moment to kind of catch up on things we missed. Um, Florida sucks. Yeah. Um, yikes. Yeah. Um, offensively, a nightmare. Yeah. I mean, Trey Mann, Scotty Lewis, Andrew Nimhart, Kerry Blackshear. Here's my thing about Kerry Blackshear, and I'll say this. I don't know how to say it nicely. He was a decent player, in the, a, a good player in the ACC. Yeah. First team, second team, all-caliber player at Virginia Tech. Um, Justin Robinson was still the best player on that team. Nikhil Alexander-Walker, second-best player on that team. Blackshear was the third. Blackshear enters the or the transfer portal because Buzz leaves, and this buzz out of nowhere comes up for him because Carolina, Kentucky, Florida, all these teams are interested in him. And he gets there, and Florida's running the offense through him, and it's like, yo, this is not working. Like he, I'm like on the wing. I know. I'm like, like, this is like I'm not saying he's overrated or anything, but like him being the number, like he would be the number one recruit this class. Like, mm, no, he wouldn't. Like, yeah, he's a good player, fine player, great grad transfer. He's going to help Florida more than he's going to hurt him this year, but like. Slow the roll on them. Like, I'm excited they, to see him play. Right. They they just, offensively, they are a nightmare. Like, they have, the spacing is terrible. They're forcing shots. They're running, they're running these pointless screens up top of the, top of the key for, like, for nothing. And then they're dwindling on the shot clock and then firing something up, hoping they get the offensive rebound and a putback. 
Yeah. Like, the game against UConn is unbelievably bad. 24-20 at half. That game was miserable to watch. I, like... <laughs> You're I'm just, texting me during it. I'm like, this like, is horrible. Yeah. I can't believe they lost that game. Like... Yeah. UConn is trash. Like... Yeah. Capital T trash. So, uh, I don't know. Florida, they'll get it together. Um, Xavier's probably going to play them on Friday. Who's the Xavier play first round? Towson. Okay. And, and Towson then, gave Florida a run. Yeah, a really good Florida game. lost them by six. Huh. So, if Xavier wins and Connecticut beats Buffalo, which I think Connecticut will beat Buffalo because Buffalo is not good this year. Yeah. Um, it'll Friday will be Xavier versus UConn. A preview of the Big East for 2020-2021, baby. Right. Sounds like it. Huh. Yeah. So, but I don't know, man. It's just, I thought they'd be much better. And obviously, look, it's early, but the two losses this early are not promising signs. Well, you schedule those games to win to booster your... Yeah, you're your, like, we're going to play Florida State because it's an in-state game. We yep. play this every year. And that's not... Well, I mean, they just... Leonard Hamilton owns that series, apparently. Yeah, like, apparently. He's like, yeah. oh, Florida, I got this. Right. Unlike their football team, who apparently is going to hire Deion Sanders to be their coach. <laughs> Dumpster fired. Yes. Gift, please. Yes. This is fine. Yeah. This um, is fine. I... Yeah, the UConn... I mean, it's hard because the Florida, the Florida game, or the Florida State game, sorry, is at home, and you should probably win that one, and I can justify losing at the road at UConn, but UConn isn't the same team that they were 2000, you know, when Calhoun was there, so. Kendall Walker is not on that team. Shabazz Napier, right, boat right. None of those yeah, guys are there, you know so. I mean? It's like, who'd you guys lose to? Yeah. I mean, shout out Dan Hurley. That's yeah. his first big win. Last well, year beat Syracuse, but right, that yeah. was, yeah, that's when he's high-fiving players and chest-bumping them yeah, and freaking out. Yeah, then he gets Shakespeare's hand yeah. just, like, very calmly. God, what a... Psycho. I love so. Dan Hurley, dude. Yeah, he's, he's psychotic, awesome. but he's awesome to watch. So yeah, I, I'm a big fan. Um, God, what else did we miss? Michigan oh. State, Seton Hall. Michigan State, Seton Hall, where Miles Powell's hurt. Yeah, I need I need my money back for my bookie. If you're listening, um, I was told Miles Powell was not playing, so I bet on Michigan State minus five, and Miles Powell played, and I was I saw him in the starting lineup, and I just sat in my couch. I was like, I like sulked down. I was like, this is not good. <laughs> Michigan State ended up winning by three, but they obviously did not cover. So sorry, mom and dad, if you're listening to this, I lost more money. But yeah, Seton Hall looked very good at home. That's a game you can't really let slip away like they did. Uh, that'd have been a big win for them. But Michigan State's the real deal. I mean, Cassius Winston looked really good after the yeah, unfortunate news of his brother and whatnot. But he's kind of rallying around his team and he's playing really good ball right now. So I mean, the fact he played the day after. I mean, it's probably ther- probably better for him, therapeutic and whatnot. Like yeah, rather yeah. than sitting in his college dorm, like wh- or going home, whatever. So yeah, and he's played really well those two games since then. Yep. Um. Man, the more I watch Seton Hall, and the more that I watch Villanova, I'm kind of convinced Seton Hall might win the Big East. Uh, yeah, they're loaded. Miles yeah. Powell is le- like legit can go off any night, and it's not he's just an unconscious scorer. Yeah, yeah, man, it's crazy. Like I, I mean, so last year I missed the Xavier Seton Hall game. Yep. Um, I could. It was the one conference game I didn't go to at home, and I was like, man, fuck, because yeah. he's so good. Yep. So now I get, this is going to be my first time I get to see him in person this year. This is the first time I get to see him, and barring an injury, the first time I get to see Mac McClung. So I am stuck for Big E season. Yeah, that'd be nice. I don't think Villanova is that much better than Xavier right now either, to be honest with you. They're getting Brian Antoine back this week, yeah. um, which will, I'll be interested to see how he plays. But yeah, he, they. I mean, that's two years, three years in a row they played a Big Big Ten team and just got boat raced. Now don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm very sold on Ohio State right now. Oh, yeah. Very much. Yes. I think they're talented. The skill set's obviously there. We've talked Caleb about... Caleb Wesson to be... Yeah, like, DJ yeah. Carton coming off the bench. Just, right. You can tell, like, scoring wasn't a problem for him at this level. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it seems like he walked into a college gym and was like, yeah, I'm going to get buckets. Yep. And that's what he's done for them. And he's not... The good news for Ohio State 
is that he's not going to leave for the draft because he's not that good for that yet. Yeah, right. So you get him for a couple years where he's just going to get buckets. Yeah. Some players are like, like, yeah. like a Joel Berry, like an unconscious scorer in college, but it doesn't really translate to the NBA. Like size. You can't teach size and you can't teach like athleticism, so it's kind of he kind of fits that right. mold right there. So Yeah, he kind of fits the Cassius Winston. Fit. Right. Yeah, yeah like, a guy that's going to just tear you up in college, but... Not, not saying he's going to be Naismith Player of the Year right. did, but, but like, there we'll are things see. about him that you see that you're just blown away by. Right. Um, so I really like that Ohio State team. Like we said, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. I really like Chris Holtman. Yep. Um, I think this team is going to be terrific. Mm-hmm. I am not shocked that there are three in the in the NCAA tournament, the way that they, like, they're yeah. looking right now if they keep this up. Um, what are they right now? 11th in the AP, I think? 10th. 10th they they yeah. jumped. but Yeah, so... I think that's a team to look out for. I, I mean, I've, we talked about this already. I love this Big Ten conference. Yeah, they're low. I mean, it's loaded top to bottom. It's yeah, like, even some of the like, obviously, barring Rutgers, Northwestern's and whatnot. But Illinois looked good against um, Arizona for a bit. Arizona kind of ran with it at the end. But that's another team that's been impressive to me. Nico Mannion's been really good. Zeke Naji or Naji uh, Marshall, not, not Marshall, <laughs> Marshall. Yeah. Zeke Naji is from Minnesota. He is uh, their power forward. Josh He's really Lewis. good. Yeah, Josh Green. Um, yeah, he. Green. Um, God, they're, we don't know names today. Yeah, it's 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 late. Just give us a break. Um, they're they look phenomenal. Um, Sean Miller actually has a bench with Chase Jeter and a couple other prospects and whatnot. So it's it uh, Jamari Baker from Kentucky. So they kind of have a team. If he doesn't get, I wouldn't say Sweet Sixteen. Actually, if he doesn't or make the choke. if he doesn't get to the Sweet Sixteen with the team, like what are you doing? Like what? Like why? If you're Arizona, why? What's what's he worth? Like bringing in these classes to. Like the burnout early is just useless. So mark my words. Yeah, Sean Miller will choke in the tournament. Yeah, it will happen. Right. It is a guarantee. It is death taxes and Sean Miller in the round of thirty-two. I, I mean, but I wouldn't be surprised. But I, I mean, Nico Mannion's that good, dude. He is awesome. Number two guard for coming later, but yeah. So next week, I was, I was to say, um, I forgot to mention that earlier in the show when we were apologizing. So. We uh, next week, as you know, this, we're taking Thanksgiving, but we will have some content for you. Um, Shot Colors has the list coming up on Monday. That's uh, our all-time favorite Chicago Bulls. Nice. That's um, interesting. Uh, Wednesday, Hoop Cinema, Blue Chips, Sean and myself. And Friday, Taylor and I will have the first ever big board. Yeah. That like we actually said we we're gonna we said we we're gonna do it all year last year with Ryan and I. And we never did. So we are gonna be recording that too as well. So we'll have some stuff up on uh, the recording this week to have for next weekend. We really hope you guys get mad at us. And say mean things to us. Yeah, it makes us feel good. Right. It's like, hey, thanks for listening. Yeah. Even though you called me a dildo face. Exactly. Yeah. I don't think anyone will ever call me that. No. But now, they might now. Now yeah. you said it, so yeah. might catch on. Uh, what else? I was say, what else? Have we my done? my overlaying or my my thing I most commonly have been saying this last week is just all these top teams are struggling. Like nobody's good right now. Yeah. Like it's wide open. Like There's I think three point line. I didn't yeah. realize how much of a difference it was going to make. Yeah. Teams are. Yikes from three. Uh, Gonzaga is really good. I know, I know. You hate them, rolling your eyes and whatnot. But uh, they're really good this year, and I'm cool. nervous because they play a good team uh, next week in the Battle for Atlantis. Yeah, yeah. When I'm nervous for that week because I, I I fear that Carolina is going to play Gonzaga in the championship game and then play them at Gonzaga in December, and we're going to lose both. That's my fear. That's possible. Yeah, and that terrifies me because I don't really like Gonzaga. But whatever. Yeah. Um, I, Michigan, I mean, what other games do we really miss? Lowell looks really good. Yeah, uh, defensively, I think offensively. My favorite team in the country right now. Yeah, they're thirteen to one to win the national championship. Thought about putting some money on them, but Jordan Awara just looks like whatever he. Picked. Why is he in college? I know he's so good. So I'm. Uh, I talked to you about. I met with that Warrior Scout. Yep. Like last week. Yeah. 
uh, when he was at the Cincinnati game. And we were talking. I was like, I think right now, because this is like right, this is right before. And I was talking about that thing I said on the show. Where I was like, I think the two best teams in the country play in the state of Kentucky. Yeah. And he's like, what do you think of Jordan Wara? I was like, this guy is a scout for the Golden State Warriors. This guy was just in five straight NBA finals. Yeah. I go, everything you guys are getting from Eric Pascal right now, yeah. you would get from Jordan Wara. Right. And he goes, including defense? I was like, including defense. Right. He was like, because Eric Pascal is so close to his ceiling. And Jordan Awara probably has five, six years where he could be really good in the NBA. Yep. And then four more where he's a solid bench player. Right. You know, like. Yeah. It's a good stretch. I mean, a lot of people take that. So he, Yeah. He can just score at will. Like, he off the dribble, off screens. He's, he's good in the post. He, when you get the smaller guard, he takes him down there. He dunks. He's athletic. I mean, they catch yeah. his lobs from all over. Like. He's so long, too, with his arms. Like, And he's played against good competition. He played for, um, forget where he's from. He played for their national team and some of the FIBA and whatnot. So he's playing against NBA professionals and whatnot. And somehow so, he's eligible. Yeah. You know? Well, I, I think it's a little different. But, yeah. yeah. Um, I, Samuel Williamson looks really good. Um, they don't even have Malik Williams and... Um, uh, Is Darius Perry playing for him right now? Yeah, but they don't have David Johnson back either. Yeah. And they're getting him back, too. That's crazy. I was trying to buy my dad, so... I bought tickets for my girlfriend's dad to the Memphis-Cincinnati game, and then I'm just going to buy my dad and I tickets to the Louisville. So here's my rant about SeatGeek. SeatGeek, you can sponsor us and give us ads if, you would, if you're listening. I do uh, podcasts promoting SeatGeek's product. SeatGeek, please listen, but change your seller fee. I'm trying to buy Louisville-Kentucky tickets. I know they're expensive. I understand that. I'm going to buy expensive tickets, even in the uppers, because Kentucky updated their upper arena, and they have seats now, and you're not sitting on that crappy-ass metal bench. Oh, good. And I'm okay with that. I'm like, all right, give me a seat. I'll sit there. I'm looking at all these tickets, like 220, 240. I'm like, yikes, whatever. But Louisville, UK. My dad's never been to that game. My dad's a diehard UK fan. I'm like, great teams. Yeah, okay, lit. 345 game after Saturday afternoon. You can go down there, have a few drinks, go to the game. It sounds like a perfect day. I'm going to buy these tickets, 240, 230. I'm like, okay, I'll find it. There's a $116 seller fee per ticket. Not doing it. I'm looking on all these, and it's just ridiculous on every one of them. Like it's seventy, eighty dollars, ninety, hundred and sixty dollars. So my total would have been five sixty six for two tickets. And I'm like, I'll just get wings and watch the game with my dad. I think that's a lot better option than buying the tickets. Yeah. I mean lower level tickets are going for like eleven hundred, twenty three hundred, forty five hundred, which obviously that's fucking ridiculous, but yeah, upper is. level is it's ridiculous to buy the tickets right now. Seller fees suck. I'm they suck. I'm looking at like this is re- yeah. Oh my! I God. told you. Like, just look. Like, find a two hundred level ticket and then look at the seller fee. It's like one hundred seventeen dollars, one hundred twenty. Okay, yeah. So I'm in two twenty three right now. Row V. Yep. Two fifty two is sixty two dollars seller fees. Right. So one hundred twenty, one hundred twenty bucks in seller seller's fees. Yeah. Like, I've sold SeatGeek before. Yeah. I didn't make that much. I mean, granted, it was like a Tuesday night baseball game. Yeah. But like, I didn't get that much of a percentage. No. No. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So, I mean, and Vivid Seat, same way. It's like seller fees. I'm like, holy yeah. cow. Yeah. StubHub, like, was genius in making that secondary market. Yeah. And making it a thing, but also disastrous. Yeah. It's just, it's stupid. Like, people were clearly buying those stickers just to resell them. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That'd be a great game to go to. I'm very pumped for that one. So, yes. I but. think uh, that's my favorite. So, I guess we can say right now, we can let another cat out of the bag. Um,. You know, you and I talk a lot about college basketball rivalries and big-time things. Yep. You being a Carolina fan, Duke Carolina. You know, we just talked about Kentucky-Louisville. Uh, we're going to have a live pod again. Yep. In December, December 5th, uh, for the Crosstown Shootout. Yes, sir. So, if you remember when we did our March Madness pod, we were joined by Kevin Johnson and Brad Redford. I've talked to both guys. They're both in again. So, 
I'm excited to be with my boys talking my favorite game of the year. Yep. Um, so we'll be giving some more details out about that over time, but I wanted to make sure I touched base on that, um, let you guys know what's going on if you're in the local area. Uh, it's going to be at the Newport Kroger Liquor Store. So I don't know if you guys know Kroger stores now. Their liquor stores actually have bars. It's not like you just go in there and grab your six-pack and leave anymore. Yeah, it's kind of nice, actually. Yeah. So. We're going to be set up like right in front of the wine cooler, so it's going to look classy. Yeah. You know? Good profile pick for us now. Yeah, so. absolutely. <laughs> right. So I'm excited. Yeah, that's another good rivalry. Can't wait to watch. So you'll be there. Yeah, I will. Be lit. It's so. going to be great. And then, um, perfect. So let's go ahead and kind of talk about what's coming up. Um, obviously, this is... The preview feast weeks the next couple like really the big the, the exempt tournaments are the next couple weeks. Ow! I just hit myself in the face. <laughs> and um, so we've got a couple like you know like we've mentioned multiple times. The reason we're knocking everything out right now um, is I will be in Charleston, South Carolina for the Charleston Classic, as we've mentioned on here many of times. Um, so I'll be seeing Xavier, Florida, Missouri State, Miami, Buffalo, Yukon. Um, it's, it's, it's Xavier. It's it's Missouri State, um, Miami. At Xavier run for their money. Yeah, at eleven thirty on Thursday, Florida, St. Joe's, which would be a good game. I mean, St. Joe's can score. They hung a lot on UConn at UConn. I wish it was still Phil Martelli. Yeah, that'd be cool to see him. Yeah. Uh, Thursday night, so you get a little break and you get Xavier Townsend and Buffalo UConn. That would be good games. And yeah, then, I'm excited for this. I'm really excited. It's my first travel tournament. Wow, the oh, I guess okay. Duh. So each team gets three games. Yeah, year. I was looking at because I was looking at Friday. The winner, you know, the winner of the first two games play at twelve, and then the winner of the night games play at nine nine o'clock, nine thirty. And I'm like, that's an awful long. But then I realized the losers play losers and whatnot. Yeah, so, so so Sunday's a championship at eight thirty. Yeah, and then I think the third place game is at like eleven thirty. It's weird. Whew. Yeah, it's a day. Yikes! But I'm excited to be in beautiful Charleston. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to that, man. I think, um, I'm not saying this cause I'm on the beat or because I'm a homer. Um, but I really believe that there's a really good chance Xavier wins that tournament. Well, they definitely get into the finals. Yeah. Cause I mean, they've also, we've talked about teams just shooting horribly from three. They've been really bad from three so far, but I just don't believe they're going to be that bad from three that long. Uh, for those who don't know, they're without Kiki Tandy, their best shooter. Yep. She's a true freshman. Um, Jason Carter from Ohio, he's still kind of finding his rhythm from three. Really, Paul Scruggs and Najee Marshall have carried the offense, but defensively they are so good. Yep. Uh, Travis Steele emphasizes all the time he wants to be a top twenty-five defense in the country on Ken Palm. Yep. And they're getting their, they're they're really working their way towards that. So the toughest team obviously is probably Florida. Um, I know Florida's been down, but uh, Miami's going to have their hands full with Missouri State. That right. seems good. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I was blown away by them. Xavier like went up on them like twelve-two. And they stayed in the game. They kept fighting back. They didn't ever take the lead, but you know they were pretty close to taking it to overtime um, until Paul Scruggs makes a really nice bucket. So I think I'm with you. Um, I think the final is Xavier, Florida. Yep. And right now at this moment, I think Florida's slightly better. Yep. But I would not be surprised if Xavier won. I agree. Andy Katz picked Xavier to win it. So, yeah. So they're doomed. Right. Yeah. I was gonna say Katz is Katz curse. Uh. Yeah, I just I see a hard way or I see a hard time where Florida doesn't win this. I think I think they're not gonna blow anybody. Or they might not blow Xavier out, but I feel like the St. Joe's and Miami game I think could get pretty ugly. They might hit their stride, and if they hit their stride going into the championship game against Xavier, I'll, I'll give them the nod. But like I said, same thing with you. I wouldn't be surprised if X ends up winning the whole thing. So yeah. Um, okay, a lot of these things like that's like the best 
pre-Battle of Atlantis, pre-Maui tournament. Yeah. So, the 2K Empire Classic this year sucks. Terrible. So, you got Texas, Georgetown, Duke, and Cal. Do the winners play each other? Yeah. So, it'll be Texas, Duke. Duke's going to, like, run them out of the gym. Ah. I would put, I would bet money. Really? Yeah. You think Duke runs Texas out of the gym? Yes. Okay. I think it's close. Do you? Yeah. Matt Coleman, Andrew Jones, like... I think they're fine against Trey Gosh, and Stanley. Yeah, Trey I agree, but I think yeah. they can hold their own. Um, I'm not. I'm still not. I'm still not sold on Duke's offense. I don't love them. I just don't yeah. love Texas yet either. I think Texas is good. Yeah, Texas. That was a gritty win at Purdue. That was. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I went three one that week. I'm I calling. Week. I'm calling. Texas wins the two K Empire. All right. So we both got Florida. We've got Texas. Yeah. You've got Texas. I've got Duke. Yeah. And then Naismith is just easy. It's Virginia, UMass, Arizona State. Virginia, <laughs> going out on a limb here. Yeah, going with the Cavaliers. Well, okay. Here's a here's more of a fun game. I guess we'll play. Will a team score over fifty points in that tournament on Virginia? No. Will a team score fifty points in this tournament in general? St. John's will give up fifty. Yeah, they'll give. That up. Vermont St. John's game was great, by the way. That was Anthony Lamb is a dog. Yeah, I really like that Vermont team. Yep. They yep. play actually at UC this year. I was gonna say I can't. That'd be a good game. I saw tickets on. Sea Geek for that one were like seven dollars. So I'm like, well, that's yeah, worth it. Is there a tournament? Hundred percent. Like, yeah, they're really good. So if you guys are in the local, like, have a local area where you can see Vermont, do it. They're yeah. a really good mid major team. They're in the tournament. Anthony Lamb's a, like You're NBA a player. Yeah, like, Anthony Lamb is literally an NBA player. Yep. Um. So, dude, like, they're a really really fun team. Mm-hmm. Um. I saw an NBA player last Friday when Xavier played. Um. This Missouri. Was, not Missouri. Yeah. I mean, they played great against Missouri. Yeah. But what the hell was? Let me pull up the Ken Palms. Um, I, the kid was like, the kid is literally getting like NBA attention. Um, in a momento, four for four. Let me log into my Ken Palm account. It was Sienna. Yeah. Yeah. So Sienna has a kid that is like getting a lot of attention by the name of Jalen Pickett. Okay. And Jalen Pickett has a lot of NBA players, NBA scouts talking. Okay. So. It's kind of like in that Vermont conversation. Yeah. So, Sienna, 2-2 two and two so far. Um, you know, lost to Xavier. Lost to Harvard by three. Harvard's a tournament team. I think they'll win the Ivy. I do, too. Yep. Yeah, so they've shown so far they can compete with some people. Um, anyway, so that is that. Uh, Vermont plays Virginia tonight. 7 o'clock. That's a good game. Yikes, that's a great game. Yeah. And then Thursday, Texas Georgetown. So we'll have, by the time this show goes up, you guys will have seen what happens there. Friday, you've got decent games. Uh, Utah State, LSU. Utah State's really, really good. Oh. And then you got Houston, Oregon. Talk about a fast offensive game. Like, yeah, that that's is, up and down. Yeah. Um, so we'll get to this is like I'll, I'll argue that this is the second. I love March Madness. Like you'll never like the games mean more. It's more fun. Yeah. There's so much you can do with the brackets, gambling on the games, whatnot. But Feast Week is. Like, so good. Like you it's, wake up at like 10 a.m. Yeah, there's nothing better than being at the office, locked away in your office or in your cubicle, whatever it is, and you've got the game on your laptop or game on your phone, like the Maui games. That, like, to, like Thursday's going to be great. My Thursday workday will go by so quick because I'll have Miami-Missouri State on. I'll have Florida-St. Joe's. I'll have Xavier, or Xavier Beal when I get home. But there's the Missouri State-Miami game at 11.30. Okay, I'll watch that. Then I'll watch the Florida game at 2.30. That'll get me ready to go home. And then, boom, you're home. And then same thing for the Maui. Same thing for all that. Like you said, it's just... One thing after another, game after game after game. You can watch Thanksgiving because the NFL games are going to be trash on Thanksgiving Day. Jeff Driscoll versus Mitch Trubisky. Shout out Mitch. Oh but boy. God, 
damn, he sucks. Um, but <laughs> you can't miss out. Yeah, right so, college, I mean, you got the Maui semifinals and the Battle for Atlanta semifinals those days. It's a lot of good teams. Um, just a really good time to watch. Dangerous if you gamble because those games can kind of get away from you because uh, I always take the I always take the Ooh. overs. I take the over in every Maui game and they never hit because I believe in soft rims and they don't exist there. So Maui's sick. Maui, Battle for Atlanta is sick. Georgia Dayton's the first game? Yeah. Oh, my God. I love that Dayton yeah. team. Kansas Chaminade. Good Chaminade. Yeah. yeah. Um, Virginia Tech, Michigan State. Yep. And then BYU, UCLA. Yeah. Mick Cronin playing in, in a Mick Cronin in a, a uh, <laughs> Hawaiian shirt. Like, yikes. That bald head of his. Like, I don't think that high school gym is ready to hear motherfucker as many times as Mick Cronin's going to say it. Yeah. Um, they Tiger Campbell's a dog. I, yeah. I love him. Just I do too. Love him. Watch him play for Indy Heat and uh, EYBL. He is just awesome. So, so I think Michigan State's obviously the pick to win this. Or the Maui? Yeah. Yeah. Kansas, obviously. Michigan State Kansas finals what they want. Yeah, but like I think Dayton's a sneaky team in this. Dayton's legit. Like, I, think really I think they're going to beat Georgia. I think they're going to beat Georgia. I think everybody's going to bet on. Um, um, I think everybody's going to bet on Georgia because of Anthony Edwards and whatnot. But yeah, I, I I agree with you, man. Like I think Dayton's super skilled. They also have an NBA player on their team, so like mm-hmm. we're seeing like a lot of like talent being spread around the country for the first remember time. Last year, remember last year's Maui Duke, uh, Duke, Auburn, Gonzaga, and Xavier. Uh, Xavier. Yeah, I mean that was a like Duke Auburn was a great game. The Duke Gonzaga was fucking bananas. Like that was Xavier played Auburn really yeah. well. They lost by six. Then they lost to San Diego State. We don't talk about that part, but yeah, I remember I bet them that. But day. Uh, Obi T- Obi Toppin from Dayton, okay, super good player. Yeah, have you seen him play yet? Uh, not yet, dude. They're gr- I mean they're well coached. Anthony Grant, yeah, like, I mean he's that's a good team. That's a great. Have you ever been to a game there? No, it's a no. great arena. So I quit covering. I wasn't covering X till they left the A10. Yeah, that'd have been so cool. Went, yeah, so now it's like. I mean, that, that plays passionate. They're always, they pack every game. Um, there's been talks of bringing the rivalry back. That'd be nice. I want them to. It yeah. makes a ton of sense. You it, know, like, I think UC and Ohio State should play every year. Yep. And I think Xavier and Dane should play every year. Uh, they should do the big, uh, we talked about that last time. They should do the big four, whatever you're going to call it. The, I would love it. Yeah. You do it at, like, Nationwide? Yeah, Nationwide or US or Heritage Bank Arena, whatever you call it downtown. Um, or, yeah, it, you know, make, well, it, it would be hard because up in Dayton, I don't even know where you could do it up there. But, like, Obviously, don't make UC and Xavier play at home. It's just yeah. do it at a different arena. So. You can't do it at, like, the Nutter Center. Yeah. Because Wright State will be like, guys, we're, we're here, too. And be like, yeah, that's yeah, great, guys. Yeah, get out of here. Way to go. Yeah. yeah. All right, so Maui, really good. You get Georgia Dayton, like I said, on game one at 9.30 in the morning. So that's awesome. Are you ki- 9.30 November? Oh, my God. That's November 25th. That's what? I'm flying home. Ah. Uh, yeah. So I'll be on your say. flight. It'll be on your flight. No. Yeah. And then noon, you've get, got Virginia Tech, Michigan State. Virginia Tech is bad. Yeah, they are. You get Kansas Chaminade at 4 p.m., 9 p.m. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm reading the Hawaii time. I was going to say, dude. I'm like, 9.30? That seems early. Like It's 2.35, 9, and 11.30. Yeah, yeah I was reading the Hawaii times. So, if you're in Maui, if you're listening, yeah. 9.30 your time, Dayton, Georgia. Mahalo. But, yeah. Yeah. I uh yeah definitely that's uh, Maui's one of my favorites to watch that I love the Maui. small gym like the Maui listen if Carolina goes to the Maui I'm telling you they win the national title if they win the Maui Invitational they win the national title 05, 09, 17 they won all they won all three so next year North Carolina is in the Maui next year we have the number two recruiting class in the country we're gonna have some people stay if we win the Maui put money on North Carolina win the title after that I'm promising you 
If it fails, I will not pay your bet back, but I will feel sorry for you that I made you bet that. That's my take. We have to talk about the term of the Virgin Islands because Cincinnati is going to beat everybody. I don't even, you could, if I could, gun to my head, I couldn't name two teams in that team, or tournament. Valpo. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Uh-huh. Jay Sarola, who plays for UC, used to play Valpo. That's, like, the only intriguing So they're giving him, like, a homecoming whole, game. Like, yeah. I guess it's in the Virgin Islands. Uh, not a homecoming game, but On I got, Flow sorry. Sports! Shout out Flow Sports, where you have to pay $36 a month to... Yeah, I, I did not watch the UNC, UNC Wilmington game um, because of Flow Sports. So, hashtag, I do not like Flow, or Flow Sports. Yes. Period. To help with you, Flow Sports. Yes. All right, so we... So I'm I'm sticking I'm stick with Michigan State to win Maui. All right, here's my thing. Dayton's going to beat Georgia. Michigan State's going to beat Virginia Tech. Kansas is going to beat Chaminade. BYU is going to beat UCLA. And then you're going to get Kansas, Michigan State, Kansas wins the big – Kansas wins the Maui. Okay. I'm actually really intrigued by the Dayton versus Michigan State matchup because I don't think it's going to be a blowover. No. I, I really like – I know we're like hyping Dayton right now, but – this is a good team. They have good talent. Yeah, well coached. Yeah, coach. Yeah, like I mean, they'll win their, They'll probably win the A10 this year. Yeah, they should. Yeah, St. Louis is pretty good, but they got boat raced against home against Seton Hall. But, yeah, but Seton Hall. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I, I I like this tournament a lot. I think the games are pretty close. Um, but to me, like I just still feel like I don't really feel like Michigan State lost that game against Kentucky as much as Kentucky won it. Yeah. I think Tyrese Maxey correction correction takebacks Tyrese Maxey won it. Yeah, he went, he went berserk in the second half. Yeah, so. and so um, I think that that really kind of to me kind of like, okay, Michigan State's still there. I know they're out Josh Langford, but I like this team. So I'm sticking with that. That's where I'm going with that. Question for you. Why doesn't Kentucky play in these tournaments? Right? They played in Maui 11. Do you remember that? Because they played Connecticut. Was it John Wall and them? It was Brandon Knight's team. Okay. They played against Kemba in the championship of Maui. And they lost by, like, 20. And then they played Kemba in the Final Four, and they lost by, like, four. Huh. It's been a while since they've been in anything. Yeah. A couple years ago, they played Arizona State in the Battle for Atlantis. I remember that. Like, not in the Battle for Atlantis tournament, but in the same place that the the, um, the tournament takes place, they played them there, but, like, a week a week before. They, like, flew down there, did, like, a three-day thing in Atlantis, in the Bahamas or whatever, yeah, they and then flew back. Put, they always put this, like, new Do you think it's Cal? Yes. Because there's no... No way that these Maui, like Maui loves North Carolina fans. They love Duke. They love Kansas because that's big money you're spending. You can book those packages to go and out you there. No, like no team in the country travels the way Kentucky fans yeah, do. Yeah, right. Like, you mean to tell me they're not gonna pack that hotel? I remember they played in Alaska when I was a kid. Yeah, and like people went to Alaska to see them play. Right, and I was like, what? What the fuck? Yeah, like, I, I. That's kind of a bucket list thing. Like obviously, like go to a Duke Carolina game. That's all my thing. I've been to a like. Not to brag, but I've been to Final Four, like, NCAA tournament games and stuff. They're super fun. But, like, the Final Four is awesome because you're not missing out on anything. Right. When you're at an NCAA tournament game, you're hoping, you're hoping, you're hoping the buzzer beater, the upset happens at your game because you don't want to miss it. And it's kind of overwhelming when you're, like, on your phone watching the other, like, not watching, but keeping up with other scores. And yeah. It's just much better on your couch. But my one of my bucket list things is to go to the Battle for Atlantis or Maui. But Maui's a lot more expensive. Battle for Atlantis when Carolina plays. Well, because I have a... I have a person i know that have gone um and they say like you wake up you stay in a hotel you're about it takes you about 10 minutes to get from your hotel door 
um, down to the court where your tickets are. You, you know, you buy your tickets for those sessions. If you, if you, he said, my friend said that he was in his hotel room watching the game on ESPN, got to halftime, got to the under 12 timeout in the second, um, second thing, had a session pass, went and didn't watch the end of the game just because it was a close game. He's like, I'm going to go watch the end of the game. And then one That's time, dope. yeah, one time he That's said he was watching awesome. a game and it was a blowout and he went and got his swim trunks on and went to the pool. Like it's all inclusive. Everything's in the same place. He's like, you see a lot of the coaches, you see a lot of the players out as of the game and stuff. Like, I think it'd be very fun. There's always good teams in it, so it'd be kind of cool to look at. But it's kind of a bucket list thing for me. So. I dig it. Yeah. Let's talk about the tournament. But yeah, UK should be in more tournaments. Yeah. Now, but I don't think he wants. I don't think Cal wants to. Yeah, I don't think he, I don't does think he wants to get exposed. All right, so especially so early in the season because that's when he's that's putting exactly the team what together. I mean. Like, yeah, I agree. I think it's a good point, man. Yep. All right, so the first game we have. This is Eastern time that I'm listing this off. <laughs> yeah. I promise this time. Starting on Wednesday the 27th, Yep. we have Michigan versus Iowa State. Iowa State has a guy on my big board, Mr. Hey. Halliburton, the point guard. Yeah, he's really, really good. Really, really good player. Um, Juwan Howard obviously trying to put Michigan together still. So I lean Iowa State that game. Yep. Um, like we said, I think this is going to be a down year for Michigan. I still think they'll make the tournament, but I just don't think they're going to be... Like an 8-9 or like a right, 11 exactly. Seed, like... like maybe a play-in game. Right. Um, and that's going to be good for Juwan Howard's first yep. year. Like, he can't really ask for much. They lost a lot last year, right? Yeah, you lose Charles Matthews. I mean, Xavier Fresh Simpson has been Jordan really Poole. good yep. for them. Right. I like Xavier Simpson a lot for them. Yep. Carolina, Alabama. I'm nervous. That's, that's a, a good game. Kira Lewis versus uh, Cole Anthony. That's must-see TV. Beetle Bolden. Uh, yeah. Our boy. Yeah. Uh, John Petty. Um, they have some big men that I'm kind of worried about. Carolina, the grad transfers, Justin Pierce and Christian Keeling, still getting their feet wet, kind of like you said about Jason Carter. Like It's a whole different thing. Like You can be the guy at William & Mary or the guy at Charleston Southern. Coming into the ACC, playing ACC caliber, like teams like Notre Dame and whatnot. Um, I mean, that's a that's an adjustment. You got to figure is, out your yeah. role on the team. But Nate Sestina is going through uh, it right now. Right. I still think um, Carolina will win this game, but I think it's a tough, closer game than what people expect. Kira Lewis is a really good guard, so him and Cole Anthony will be awesome. Yeah, that's, I like that's, to see that's Cole, the matchup to like of the right. whole tournament. I'd love to see Cole facil- facilitate a little bit more for his teammates, but I mean, it's it's hard to critique anything he's doing right now. He's balling, unbelievable. Yeah, he's, I like. Anybody like he's the pe- most fun player because people were asking me like, "Are you worried about Carolina?" And I'm like, "Yeah, there's some holes I need to worry about." But I'm like, the underlying thing that keeps going back to him, like, we have the best player in the country. Like, I'm not, I don't care what anybody says. We have the best player in the country. He's the most exciting player in the country yeah. on top of being the best player in the country. Yeah, like I mean, like yes, Cassius Winston is still like a dog, national player of the year. And I want but, Michigan State, North Carolina. Yeah, I want to see same those two Roy own Dizzo, baby. That's, yeah, I want it. But yeah, Cole's the best. I'm, I'm, I'm saying it. I'm calling my shot. National player of the year. I'm, I swear, like he's average. He's gonna average about 24, 25 a game, about eight assists, and I mean, they're not eight assists. Six, five, six rebounds. Yeah, no, sorry, more like close to eight to ten rebounds, and then about five, six. He's the best. Roy Williams called him the best defensive rebounding point guard he's ever had. I and, that, and that says something for a Carolina team that usually has two big men that can kind of. That we used to kill teams on the offensive rebound, or yeah. offense and defensive rebounding. Um, and with Cole's up there getting it, it's unreal. Like Garrison Brooks's like numbers have gone down because of Cole Anthony. So crazy, unreal. We got Gonzaga, Southern Miss. Yeah, it's a wash game. Yeah. There's always in always in all those tournaments. There's always one team like Xavier Chaminade, and there's always one. So yeah. Duke, Cal, whatever. So, and then Seton Hall versus Oregon. That's which a, that's a fun unreal game. game. That's a really fun unreal. game. If I get if we get Seton Hall, Carolina in the finals, whole oh, Miles Powell versus Cole Anthony. God, please give me it every day yeah. of the. And week. I wouldn't even listen. If I don't really like Oregon, but uh, Seton Hall, Carolina would be sick. I don't think it happens, but. Yeah, I, I, I struggle in the Seton Hall Oregon game. I think it's the closest of the group, obviously. Yep. Um Pritchard versus That's like the marquee that's like the marquee first round matchup. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, that the, the Pritchard versus Powell matchup 
yep. is awesome. The loser of this game wins the whole the third place tournament. Yeah, yeah agreed. Pretty easy. I, I think so. So, if I have to pick a team right now, though, I think I'm taking Seton Hall to win the tournament. To win this. Game. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, I'm taking Carolina to win the tournament. Really? I don't trust Gonzaga. Okay. Like um, I know they won Maui last year, but like it was Corey Kisper looks really good. The gym uh, was really hot that day. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, they didn't right. have heat air conditioning. True, Duke was cramping. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go Iowa State. Duke almost came back. Remember they're down twenty. <laughs> Iowa State, Carolina, Gonzaga. Is Infali Dante playing? I think he is. Oh, Oregon, Oregon over them, and then I'm gonna go. If Carolina beats Alabama, they're getting to the finals. That's what's funny. I don't. I'm not nervous about Iowa State. Iowa State just triggered me into like a vortex of 2015 tournament. Uh, what was the guy that scared of flying? Roy's White. Yeah, he's driving the lane. Euro steps, takes two more steps, hits a layup on JP Tokato. We lose in the tournament. I remember vividly. I was in a house full of UK fans in the tournament. I, that's the year Aaron Harrison had all those fucking shots, and UK was unbelievable, and I had to just sit there and watch it and watch it. But then it, they, lost, it. they faced your ass Napier. Yeah. I walked to my car. I sat in my car, silent for an hour. Didn't say a word. I just sat there. That was That's the most mad I've ever been about a thing. I just <laughs> sat there and stared, and I was like... And I remember my buddy came out and he's like, "You all right?" I'm like, "Just go away. Just give me time." Just so we're clear, we were young. Yeah, like we're not like we're not this way anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I I'm not as bad anymore, but yeah, I was. I'm. I still get pretty upset. Like yeah, the Duke game, Carolina Duke. I usually if they lose, I just go right to bed. Don't watch Sports Center. Don't watch anything for a couple days. But I used to do that in the Bengals Steelers game. Yeah. I just be like, don't talk to me. Yeah. I turned my phone off. Yeah. I was like, fuck off. Yeah. Uh, I used to be that way. I'm not really as bad anymore. But now, now it's just but. Yeah. I, I think Carolina will get to the finals. I'm, if Oregon has been Folly Dante, Oregon's Zaga's size scares the shit out of me. Um, just because their guards are a lot more physical than ours, um, other than Cole. But we have to, if we get Brandon Robinson back, I'd like to see him. But that's a tough t- first tournament to bring him back in. Um, he's you know, a 12, 13-point-per-game player that we're missing right now. Mm-hmm. Got to bring Anthony Harris back probably closer towards the uh, end of December. But we're kind of a we're working like work in progress, which I'm I'm more than okay with. We're always kind of that way with uh, Roy Williams teams. Um, he plays some funky lineups. He plays some you know teams that your players and situations that you don't think they should be out there. But it all kind of works out towards the end of March. So it's just exactly what we're building towards. So I, if we make it to the finals and lose, I'm okay with that. I, have you looked at how they have Carolina listed on Ken Palm? No, they got them as what the twelfth offensive s- team. The fifth. Hey. They're seventh overall. They're fifth in adjusted offense. Tenth in efficiency. Their defense has looked good. Defense. Cole's a really good defender. Bears and Brooks is awesome. Christian Keeling's a good defender. The only thing that they don't like about them really is they turn the ball over too much. They yeah. don't force enough turnovers. Yeah. Um, Christian Keeling has been a walking turnover. He's got like. But defensively on the perimeter, they're sixteenth in the country. Hey. Like so, like they don't give up threes. Yeah. And when you play Alabama, they're going to shoot threes. Yeah, they're going to run it up. Yeah. So I'm excited. I think it's. A, I mean, it's a. It sucks because it's a two thirty game. I wish they played the seven o'clock game at night because uh, I'll be at work that day. So I'll have to be like in my office screaming on a delayed stream. That's the best. So. Yeah, I have no games that week till that Saturday. Nice. I get home from. I get home from Charleston. I go to Northern Kentucky that night. I cover that game, <laughs> and then that Saturday, I have so a the, the championship of the Charleston Classic. You go from that to an NKU game. NKU is great, but it's gonna be a little bit of drop off. Yeah, so. it is. But hey, guys, let's think. Uh, we go ahead and uh, I pick Carolina to win the tournament. I think Gonzaga and Seton Hall are the two biggest problems for them in Oregon. So, like, really, that Seton Hall Oregon game is the game to watch. Um, but we're gonna go and wrap up this week's edition of At Large Big, getting you ready for this stuff. Thank you all for tuning in and appreciate it. We'll have more information coming up about um, the live pod and stuff we have coming up, but 
next week's show, um, we're going to do our first big board. I know Taylor and I talked a little bit about it yesterday, so yep. we're going to try to get on the same page for this. Let's we'll see if this happens. Yeah, we're gonna, we'll put some polls up um, regarding the tournaments um, as, as they come closer. Yeah, it's sure to, one. Yeah, be sure to give us a follow, retweet it, you know, get, get some input on there. Feel free to leave some comments on there and whatnot. Like, yeah, tweet back. Do. Get some interactions on there. We'll talk with you. So, talk to you all later. Have a good one.